All right, this is our first, our maiden voyage, our first official, um, our first official uh, Ava podcast um, at the new Nat Turner Project Studios at the new um, Nat Turner Project Media and Empire headquarters, reporting from the fifth branch. Um, yeah, so today special special day. Um, we are recording in person for the first time, I believe. The first time you and got to like Craig has all met in person. It's nice to meet both of you. You both look like your Zoom pictures, so that's good. I was not catfished by either of you. <laughs> yeah, you know, when you meet people in random Ava forums, you never know. <laughs> um... Yeah, so this is cool. I'm excited. It's a new day, a new day for Nat Turner Project Media, a new day for uh, You Ain't Got a Lie, Craig, a new day um, for our listeners, hopefully. Hopefully there's uh, an uptick in quality, sound quality and quality of content, um, but no guarantees. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's kick it off. Hey y'all, welcome to You Ain't Got to Lie, Craig, a spinoff podcast of Who All Gonna Be There, part of the Nat Turner Project's media Unempire. Shout out to Melanie Stevens and her spinoff podcast, Who All In It, with Ariella Ty. I'm Onyx, I'm they them, and I'm Pink God. No, you're next. Ruben, short intro. Oh, my intro, oh. Um, that was it. That was more than enough, Ruben. Thank you. <laughs> I forgot my thing, Ruben. I've been doing this for a while now. I have fun. I hope you have fun. This is the penultimate one. No, because we're gonna do the rebuild. I mean, for the, the for okay. this loop. More angel, more than human. Lilin, more than Lilith. The snake in the garden, the bird on the wire, the flaming sword at the gate. Maximiliano. Subscribe to Patreon. Ugh, fuck. Subscribe to be a Patreon of NTP. Tons of great perks. Uh, supporting us, duh. But also exclusive Patreon-only podcast episodes. And our now legendary Patreon-exclusive, long-running scene publication, Book of Sedition. NTP, we got an Etsy with all of our publications in the newest one, Black Abbey. We got totes, buttons, advice, etc. Subscribe to us on iTunes and all streaming platforms and follow us on Matt Turner Project and all the social medias. Got questions or a comment? Want to confess your love of Onyx, Maximiliano, or me? All three? Want to say who's the Ray, Asuka, Chinji of us? Email us at natturnerprojectzero at gmail.com because without the zero, it goes to some white lady on the East Coast. Word. Okay, Ava heads. The children are reunited at Nerve, with Seelay watching over us. And it's time to talk about the last two episodes and the movie. End of Ava Jellion. Wow. How are y'all feeling? I'm excited to part where everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm ready for the sad parts. Like, 
it's fun and everything, but I think it for me it was like a sad event for sure. Okay, Ava heads. Lift off. Lift, Lift off. off. Okay, so I think before we jump into it, I think you should just do a brief recap, right? Because so we're going to talk about the end of Evangelion first, mm -hmm. but um, what happens right before that? Let's remind ourselves, remind our listeners um, what happens right before that. Well, what does happen right before this? It's the um, Karu, the 17th angel attack. Oh my god, oh that's right. It's that one, and it's the, all the, so much whomping, because it's all the, yeah, so Karu breaks, becomes, is revealed to be the 17th angel, and heads into Dogma Zero, or just Dogma, Central Dogma, and uh, approaches Lilith, and discovers Lilith is Lilith and not Adam, and then he says a little joke like, ha-ha, Lilin, I did not realize this was your plan all along. And then Shinji's like, no, Karu, I gotta help you, I love you. And then, like, takes his head off. After a long, like, I don't remember how many minutes that is. Two minutes? Yeah, two minute, just still of that, which is, yeah. And then, and then that, I don't remember what happens after that. It's pretty upsetting, though. I'm sure. I think that's where, I think that's where the show ends, no? That's like the last thing we're at, cuts there. Shinji's probably like just uh, crying at the ocean and he's good, whatever. He was an angel, but he lied to me. Like he was my friend. He manipulated me. And then we also are with all our, I think with Asuka, Asuka's at its lowest where Asuka can't synchronize. And I think Asuka's in the hospital. Yeah, she's like at the hospital. She's like missing. Oh yeah, because in the sh in the beginning of the movie she's missing. They don't know where she is, and then they bring her back to the hospital. Uh, so like, I think she's like missing. They don't know what it is. Like she's in the hospital. She's like fucked up still from like the psychological attack. Misato is at that lowest moment of a character where she's like going through the motions of 
grief of the death of Kaji. We are with Ritsuko again, like after being like that weird interaction with um, Seilei, where we don't know what happened. And I was kind of like saying last time that she kind of deserved it, but that's not what I meant. Um, that I'm saying like she had her hands dirty and she was willing to continue the project. Uh, but I don't think she deserves that fucked up shit. And then Gendo is like so close to achieving the thing of the plan that he wanted to do. Ray, we're like, now we know Ray. We saw Ray like near the end of the fight with Kaoru and like Kaoru looking at her and being like, oh, you're like, you're like, you're awoken, right? Like you're awoken again. So it's Ray, but it's not Ray. It's like a, an awoken Lilith, maybe. Um, what else is going on? From like the other characters, do any of you remember? I feel like you hit them. You hit all the ones. Yeah, right. Okay. I mean, we don't know anything about Kensuke or like the other kids, right? Yeah, I don't think we see them anymore. Penpen, we don't know anything about Penpen. Wait, no, no, no. Penpen gets sent away at some point. Oh yeah, we said sent it. Like yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. I sent Penpen away from the city because uh. Right. Something's coming. Just with Penpen. Yeah. Okay. Great we recap, y'all. Onyx, you want to intro the end of Evangelion? Yes. Mirror faces the Evan. Ooh, excuse me. <clears throat> Mirror faces the 18th angel, humanity itself. In the end, the fate of the species depends on Shinji's choice. Okay, here we go. So it opens up with destruction shots, right? Post the seventeenth angel, Karu's attack. Um, we hear, we hear again throughout this series. We hear the cicadas, the cicadas. Um, we have those shots, and then we go quickly to Shinji in the hospital, trying to wake Asuka. He cries. He shakes her, opens her, or the, her shirt opens, and then we see her breasts. We see the locked door image. Then we hear Shinji breathe heavy. He masturbates. Um, so we, we'll talk about that first. And then I put in question mark, sex as loneliness. You mean like what? masturbation as loneliness? Um, or sex as this expression of loneliness. But I think that will come through, I think, other times in this, um, these two. But yeah, let's, uh, what do you all think? Of that first scene. All I can think of now is there's a, a, a funny recap of, of Evangelion on YouTube. And he's the, the line the actor says, like the, the, what it, the parody is, oh, why is there all this yogurt in my hand? <laughs> um, the scene itself is kind of like, I don't know, it's a little, I it's one of those things where uh, it, it's the same weird feeling of, um, voyeurism and intrusion as like when uh, we hear uh oh Ritsu no not Ritsuko oh my gosh who's my girl Masato, Masato and, uh, Kaji. and Kaji going at it yeah and like all of the giggling and the weird putting things places and potential places and like you know your head goes too far but also it's a yeah it's a really sad moment for Shinji and like a really it's kind of just it makes my skin crawl. It makes me uncomfortable. So I'm like, I don't want anybody doing that over me because they like saw my titties. Like that's rude. That's just rude. But also, again, 
you know, I, as I think I said last episode, uh, what is it? Broken people do broken things. And not an excuse, but also, like, yeah, I think, like, for him at this point, it's, like, the only feeling, like, like that rush of oxytocin or whatever that happens when you, like, what is it? What or, is the professional word for it? Orgasm. Orgasm, yeah. Reach climax. Yeah, ejaculate, whatever. Whatever happens. Whatever, you know, that, like, rush of of whatever is just, like, kind of the last, like, kind of spark of emotion he can get, maybe. And so I can see that being, like, a not a good response, but, like, I can reason that response. But also, like, nobody do that to me, ever. Like, ever, ever. I would put my my hospital locked down if I knew that was a possibility. I'd pay money for that. Yeah. Those are my feelings. <laughs> pay money for uh, the extra protection. Yeah. Yeah. So no way masturbates over my body. <laughs> the masturbation protection. <laughs> the ATP is not going to protect you from that one. Mm-mm. That was a geeky joke. Um, <laughs> so from, like, how, what inspired that scene... Uh, I remember correctly that um, Ano wanted to portray Shinji as the fan base. Like for Ano, the fan base of Eva or like the crazy fans that send him death threats and like all these things. They're like embodied in Shinji as this collective body of like hatred towards him. And and also like I feel like Ano is being like really. Um, like narrow, I guess. I don't know if that's if the word that I need, wanted to say, but he's being like very. Um, I think he has like a very limited vision of his fans, I guess. Uh, but then this this little bit of information will play something more ahead in the movie. So uh, he wanted to portray Shinji as this disgusting, disgusting, disgusting character, and like you kind of, you kind of wanted to hate him more because I don't feel like I hated him in this show. I felt sorry for him but in the movie it goes like beyond like oh my god like you're just like do something you know just like go out there do a thing you're like you're fucking up boy you're like fucking up kid you're like not doing that thing you're doing the you have like a robot you're not doing it I'm just like just pisses me off and I don't know so like that scene where he like jerks off and like comes and just like when you're like oh I'm feel disgusting right or I'm, it's gross I think that's what he says and I think that's just like this. this oh no, this, he like, says he's the worst of the worst. Oh, he's the worst of the worst. Yeah, I think there's actually a debate because of the the redo of the mm. like the dub and the the sub. lowest of the low. There's the lowest of the low, and then the other one is I'm so fucked up. Yeah, it's like there's it's that those two, and that's like what he says right after it, and I'm like, at least you recognize yourself, Shinji. No, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, and I think that's like the, I think that's the that post orgasm shame. Yeah, when you're like uh, oh, just... I post coital depression is a well, he wasn't really coital, but you know. Yeah, is is that different? Because I feel like is depression because I can I can see like you know being depressed after coital, but then I can also. I think there's a different feeling of just pure shame. of shame, like post orgasm, like you know, getting jacked up, and then um, the release and be like, "Oh God, I'm fucking sober. I'm <laughs> fucking monster." Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Why did I jerk off to that? Like after like that feeling leaves, you're like, "Oh man." Oh no, good lord. Yeah. That went too far. Not again. Yeah, and then you go a bit farther. 
next time. Um, so that is that's how I feel about that scene. I mean, because I think it's a. Do you feel like it's a natural progression for that character to be doing that at that moment? See, I feel like part of part of what I'm thinking about. Um, I'm thinking about that scene, but it it makes me think of the scene later in the movie um, that um, I'll like mention it briefly, but so so we'll talk about it later. But like that scene where like I think Shinji's like uh, throwing a tantrum and like throwing shit around. It's like when he was having his like Oscar conversation, like after he's in the Ave in the second part. And then, and then it's like, oh, is this like a scene that we just never saw? Because we, ne- we never saw it in the series, like Shinji's, like how he was acting in between the Asuka kissing episode where he like kiss Asuka mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then I was like, was that real or is that just like in his head or is that like they didn't show us that? But now we're seeing this other side of Shinji because we always see non-reactive Shinji. But here's like Shinji like cussing and throwing shit and like um, behaving in these ways that I feel like they laughed out of the show. And it definitely makes me think. You know, because I don't think this, like, with animated shows or, like, cartoons that, like, you know, you think about, like, reality shows where you're, like, oh, you're, own, like, you know, you can edit the footage however you want. Like, I can make a calm person seem, you know, very violent, or I can make a violent person just seem like they're always, like, depressed all the time to these customers. Like, oh, did we even know who Shinji was throughout the series? And, like, are we actually seeing the real Shinji in, like, the movie and, and this, like, yeah, like, a masturbatory scene? Like, maybe the, I, I guess I'm wondering, like, um, maybe what we thought he felt about Asuka was, like, completely different, and there's all these scenes that we didn't see between Shinji and Asuka that, like, actually, like, said so much more about the relationship, or, like, maybe actually showed that Shinji was, like, pursuing Asuka, or, like, actually wanted Asuka in, like, all these other ways that I feel like the show maybe didn't, like, present, or, like, actively was, like, trying to present this other, as like, this other way they were, it was just, like, Asuka yelling at him, and then sometimes wanting his attention, versus, like, maybe Shinji was doing shit back because, like, all that was, like, a race. It it felt very one-sided, that presentation. Well, the the, the twin episode, like, really had to do... I think I I support what you're saying with the twin episode. Uh, And, like, that was... Because they both were, like, kind of always frustrated at each other and did the same stuff, you know, and were all the same kind of angsty and yelly. And I know that that one was more comical, but, like, I think, yeah, that I haven't thought of those scenes is that way I, I definitely always took it more as like for some reason Asuka is like the one who is showing Shinji his like most critical side you know or like the things that like he really truly thinks about himself kind of thing or, or what he thinks other you know like that kind of she just for some reason is the one saying it but it's really like Lilith slash himself then I'm I'm getting way ahead of ourselves and forgive me True. you know I'm mea culpa but uh there's there's another scene like later on where like Shinji is like playing in the sandbox as a kid and then he's like playing with like a young Asuka, right? And then there's the doll that like Asuka's mom later thinks is Asuka. And, and then like Asuka's Right, or you see like isn't it Asuka's mom that like calls her to like oh, I have to leave, I have to go home now. But then I was like, Did Shinji and Asuka like actually know each other from from like uh being a kid, like when their parents were like working together, when Yue is still alive before her mom went crazy, it was like because then, then thinking that, like, maybe they did, like, meet or, like, hang out and play before, like, any shit happened, like, and they just don't remember, it's, like, maybe they were, like, because, you know, we talked about, like, um, the discrepancies of Shinji and Asuka being, like, the survivors or, like, the two to, like, restart, but I was, like, oh, yeah, maybe they were, like, maybe there this is actually this, like, love 
interconnected thing that you know was only vaguely like hinted at like maybe it was always about Shinji and Asuka the two people who have like Ava moms or whatever the only two with Ava well technically all of the children at Shinji's school and Asuka's school are supposed to have Ava so that I don't I don't understand that so the rest of them have like part of their souls and part of their moms and Ava's too that's how they that's how so they that happened that works, enough though. times for theirs like we have like a f- school full of these moms that have been absorbed into Ava. Where are these other Avas? Well, or or they refined it to the point where they could get, like, whatever they needed for the connection between the children and the personal Avas to... Because it was always, like, somebody else was on the list is kind of what they said. Like, it was just, like, the next person down of, like... But, like, it was, like, I think that Shinji and, and Asuka both had the, the test. They were the test people. Because they, they had the highest sync rates or whatever, right? Well, because their mom has got absorbed it. Right, that's, so that's what I'm wondering, like, how is, like, how does Koji have, like, the fourth highest sync rate? Did he? Did he for real? Because he was the fourth child. With, with, I, don't, I don't, is it based on that? Because I feel like, isn't, I think they say at some point, like, oh, his sync rate, like, you know, they choose to be like, oh, his sync rate. Or, wait, it's also because the second, second children, right? Mm-hmm. And then Ray is the first child. First. And so Shinji's sister, yes, okay. So I was like, but Shinji always has a higher sync rate than Asuka. Right. And so I don't know if it's, it might just be. But Shinji was the only one that fully went, UA became Unit 1. Yeah, but like, but, but it was, Asuka was being beat down too, because of Shinji just being a little bit better, because she was like kind of better than him. Or like but I think Asuka too, like maybe had Asuka known her true connection from the beginning, like, you know, I feel like Asuka, like, yeah. up until the end of Ava was, like, my mom is, like, gone and fucked up, and, like, well, when she versus realized, realizing, like, my mom's here the whole time, like, our sink, her sink rate became a lot better. And she became, like... Right, so, like, had she known that truth the entire time, like, she could have... I think she was always meant to be the best pilot, right? Well, yeah, I mean, she... Because she actually trained with it. She right, and she also, like, had the... I feel like the desire to, like, be but the best. do you think she would still have been the best, even though Shinji's full mom got absorbed like full I, mom I absorption. Think, I think because I think it's like what is it like hard work and talent I think Asuka had the drive maybe Shinji had the pure talent but Asuka had talent and drive and Shinji's always like refusing and like only performs amazingly like when there's nothing else like he's like clutch fourth quarter to like he's well, broken Asuka down and then UA and then UA uh takes, takes yeah over. takes over and it's like god damn it Shinji no, yeah, I feel but, like if we're going to talk about talent and drive and, like, ability to pilot, it'll come up in, like, an hour or so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, guess, I guess, yeah, we'll just jump back to where we are. We got super oh, doff, yeah. but it's also my bad. No, it's- so, at Nerve, um, the employees talk amongst themselves about the future of Nerve. I know that feeling. Being like, oh, are we going to lose our jobs? This is going to merge with that. <laughs> They're going to destroy uh, the this department this, and send all the pieces to germany and massachusetts right <laughs> and then um we hear again like the job is to defeat the angels or they ask this the nerve employee that's um you know isn't our job to defeat the angels and then human instrumentality happens without maybe they don't fully know what it is but i think that term exists through nerve and then the human instrumentality project um to evolve humanity the sequel perfect life life form uh, according to masato then we have these like quick shots from Sile in their meeting and Gendo. Ava as a tool for the human instrumentality project. Because um, at first, right, Sile is to use Lilith for the human instrumentality project, the Spear of Longinus. 
um, but then wants to use the Avas. Um, so I feel like that still feels like a little confusing to me. I was like trying to like listen to like that fast talk like so many different times, being like, "What is it, the exact things?" But I, I so I don't know. But um, we'll get there maybe when the actual shit happens. Um, Ray Ray wakes up in her room. She leaves. Where does she go? Um, we see Gendo's broken glasses. So I think this was alluded to earlier. One of you mentioned that it's not Ray is awakened. It's not Ray as we knew her. And now she's like Lilith. You know, just ready because it seems like she's just like hanging out naked the whole time, <laughs> the whole movie. Um, and then because at first she's like in the Ava graveyard or whatever, like she's in that like floaty thing. Yeah, that floaty orange shit. Orange. Um. And then Masato hacks it in the nerve. Um, the Magi finds out the truth of the second impact. Um, that it was actually to. Uh, it was like what's that damage control? They're like this is like the least damage we could cause, like, because, like, the angels are going to awaken and start trying to connect with Adam, right? So they're trying to turn Adam into an embryo. Um, but this was, like, the literally, like, the best case scenario was, like, still a massive destruction that wipes out half the population. And then, so first, Masato thinks she's found out that Nerve's going to kill her. But no, something else. Nerve is under attack. I see oh, funny thing, like uh, on the computer screen when Misato is hacking my guy, I think it's the whole history of the studio Gynax. Because like, oh, in 1990, Gynax was founded. It's kind of funny. Just like a little Easter egg. No, that's cool. I didn't um, So what happened? Oh, yeah. So Nerve is under attack by Sile. Um, they say that there's five uh, Magi systems trying to uh, break into the one first Magi system. So we got, I, I froze, or I found an image. It seems like one is from somebody else in Japan. One's from Massachusetts and two are from Germany. Um, Berlin and Hamburg. Um, and then um, what do they do? They they call in Rusuko to save the Magi hacks. Rusuko has been in prison since we've last seen her um, be humiliated at her CLA meeting. And then, um, you know, we see that Nerve, of course, would be or Sile uh, is very anxious about Nerve because they have Lilith, Adam, and and the, Ava. and the Avas. Um, so the Magi attack fails, and then fuel invasion, um, tanks, missiles, death squad. Sile sends in an army. No, I think that's the Japanese government. They, no. they say the SSD or the SDD. Yeah. Okay. The South Japanese. So the Japanese, but oh, it's Sile, right? It is Sile. They're, they're like. Because they're the ones trying to. Like, I mean, they could be the, the ones pulling the strings for sure. Right, but like, well, what like, is the actual? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, the technical. Because there's force. a whole scene where they're like talking. I think to like the prime minister. I think that's what Japan has. Uh, to the prime minister, and they're like, they're like, we just got a call, and Nerve is gonna start this thing called like human instrumentality. What's that? It's gonna kill everyone. Like, oh, well, we can't let them do that. And they just, it's like, it's this shot of a big room. There's just like this giant. Um, the thing from the clock. I, re- I don't. Oh I yeah, no, the pendulum. The pendulum. I've never understood it. Mm-hmm. It's just like this shot, and the guy's talking. It's like, okay, send in the forces, and it's when like the Japanese self defense force goes in for the kill. And it's brutal. Oh my god. It's yeah. so gosh darn brutal. Oh my gosh. Oof. I think it's. I don't know how it starts, but I do remember like. It starts. There's like all the closed gates, and then there's like a nerve guard, and then um. Oh, like, like, knives him, like, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, you see the blood. Over the Nerve logo. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Yeah, then, then yeah, no, we'll, we'll get there. I think they even have, like, the, the weird, like, the, you know, like, the 300 formation, the Spartan formation, where they have, like, the shields on the top and, like, their the little blades. Yeah, and then, like, they have their fronts. Like, they look like riot cops. They look like riot cops, and it's, like, why? I don't know. It's a very, because then they just kill everybody. And, there's, and then, like, you see somebody trying to help someone in the hallway, and then she gets, like, Oh, yeah, she gets, like, yeah. Just, like, mowed ribbon. down. And it's ribboned. So terrible. Are we at the titty scene, then? What titty scene? <laughs> oh, no, not there yet. No. Magi attack fails, then full invasion, tanks, missiles, dust squad. Nerve goes from fighting angels to fighting humans. The which, angels. yeah. Thank you, Ruben. Feel <laughs> <laughs> my fucking punchline. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I, I thought it, when I was first watching it, I was, I was like, what are they going to fight now, right? And at the end, it was like, oh, we're just going to fight amongst ourselves. It's like there's no longer, like, an external threat. We neutralize it. But that's how it goes, right? Like, yeah. this idea that, like, species are killing species to, like, inherit the planet. And then when there's no more exterior threats, then we just start fighting amongst ourselves for the power and resources. Yeah. And then uh, Misako tries to save the Ava pilots, put them in the a- in their Avas for protection. Can't find Rei or Shinji. Um, they're killing all the nerve employees. They're using flamethrowers. It's fucking brutal. Um, Masato goes to find Shinji. Um, the computer crew, now they have handguns. They have submachine guns. Our favorite, um, desktop computer, um, number punchers are now getting armed. Um, Seelay forces break into the main base area of the Magi. They're heavily armed, but they're, um, holding back a little because they don't want to destroy the Magi. So it gives our favorite computer crew more time. Um, shots of Ray, nude, floating, 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 floating in LCL in the Ava graveyard. Um, can she sense something? Um, then talks with Gendo. Oh, yeah, this is, uh, actually going to be favorite. <clears throat> um, Sile forces find Shinji, but, uh, Masato kills them all, right? So she finally finds out where Shinji is. He's crying so under, uh... A stairwell, these three um, death squad guys come up, and then Masato comes running down the hallway, shoots one instantly, shoots another one up close, and then knocks a guy, the third guy back, and then says... Nothing personal. Yeah, and shoots him in the head. Um, Tries to force Shinji to pilot, but he refuses to do anything. Still fucked up over Karu, right? That's the assumption that that was the straw that broke. I mean, I mean, I think he's just his little brain is broke because he's masturbating over unconscious women and or young ladies. Excuse me, children, children masturbating over each other. <laughs> right, he had the uh, he had the motivation to do that, but he doesn't do anything else. But then he's a, a limp noodle. Like Misato has to drag his like, and he, you know, it's like not like when you're like being dragged. You know, there's like being dragged, mm-hmm. and then there's like when someone's like practically unconscious, mm-hmm. and you're dragging them. And like, and he's just, he, well, he's silent, but like, you know, you can yeah. hear his like little, like, I'm but Shinji just, can you not see what's happening? But like, then again, if he's that sad where he's like, I'm worthless, I'm nothing, I'm so mm-hmm. fucked up, I'm the lowest of the low, you know? He's doing the dead weight, dead weight, like Dr. King. <laughs> so yeah, so, so he's so fucked up over Karu, he's, yeah, he's doing fucked up shit, fucked up people do fucked up shit. Sealay blows into the geo front. 
Um, Misato voiceover, we find out the truth of the second impact to prevent angels from touching Adam. Angels as potential humans. Um, human and angels are interchangeable, I suppose. Gendo. I mean, we came from uh, an ape, from, uh, from like the seed of an angel, so we yeah. are angels. Okay. Just like the angels are from Adam, hmm. we are like... Uh, but they're not... Uh, yeah, I don't know if I would say Adam and Lilith are angels or something else. No, that's what I'm trying to say. We come from like... If the angels come from Adam and we come from Lilith, then we are also like... You know, like Gandalf is like a low, like a Valar, you know? Uh-huh. We're like, we're, we're, we're villain. Yeah, we're yeah. villain. And they're Adamites. Yeah. Adamites. Or some angels. Angels. I'm included. Asuka and Unit 2 are sent to the bottom of the ocean, or bottom of the lake. Um, that's a typo. Asuka has her moment, realizing her mom has been in her Ava her whole life. Asuka Unit 2 then proceed to wreck shit on Seaway. <laughs> that's... Amazing. <laughs> and she has like only like two minutes, right, or something. Like she, like it's supposed to be the full five minutes that something happens, and it like is. Yeah, short. she has like three minutes and thirty seconds. And no, she wakes break up, it down, like blocks up all the army, throws the boat over them, mm-hmm. just like whoa, and starts firing like, starts firing like tanks and like airplanes and the military, and it takes her two and a half minutes. No, one minute and a half, and then that's when the the other things appear. And that's when you have like three minutes, three and a half minutes to kill all of them. Exactly right. Yeah. So like, or less. I mean, it didn't happen. I, don't I feel like that. it was. It was like not a. It was not a great amount. Of she time. said she has she twenty it. seconds for each of them, and there are nine of them. But I guess this is before the the fake angels come in. I I jumped I jumped in my notes. So. Oh, no, it's fine. Let's let's just let's spend some time. Let's go around and talk about Oscar's uh, moment, Oscar's um, catharsis with her mother. Um. I can't remember like the full because I know I feel like it was a similar scene to whenever like Shinji sees his mom in the Ava, mm-hmm. but like it was like uh, is there a door? Is there a nice door? And she hits the door like oh it's because like, uh, it, it, I know she does a lot of door running <laughs> to represent her mother. Yeah, yeah. But well, like I can give you like I can make you I can tell you what's happening before and before. It's like they know the Ava too is like hidden under the lake or mm-hmm. like hidden underwater and Asuka's like upside down. Yeah, she's like, it's like the Ava's fetal position, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like she's like upside down, altering the fetal position and they start dropping, uh, I think it's like those implosion grenades, underwater grenades, like the boom, 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 until they start hitting her on the head and starts feeling everything and she starts just. She still has like inside her uh, the memory of her mom, just like you're a doll, you're nothing, and that's like always fucks her up. And she knows like death is knocking on her door, like death is very close to her now. And she starts saying like I don't want to die, 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 over and over. It's like oh, a very yeah. long scene, and yeah. then you can slight, you can hear the mom slightly just like it's fine. And it's that it's that beautiful moment and like this, um, it, how do you say it? It's like these intersected shots of like, uh, it's like I remember that like da 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 like she screams right, and it's like her looking up, it intersected with the maggoty 
maggoty dead body of her mom just like like that and then oh, i don't remember that part but okay yeah and then it cuts to like those like sketchy drawings that are like very static and mm -hmm. it's like uh it's like i think it's the mom just like doing this yeah she's, like opening her arms and then oscar's like you've been here all along you've been with me all along she's just like repeating that and like i can't i can't be a failure if you've been here with me all along i'm gonna show you the like what I'm about, right? And she just explodes into like this joy and celebration and like acceptance of herself, her mother, and and she wants to show like if she says like I am she like realizes she realizes her power, like I am sitting in one of the most powerful machines ever created. And my mom is with me. Um, I have like eight thousand armor, whatever layers and if that doesn't stop me if that doesn't stop them i still have my at field right she's just going up blowing she's shining she's like destroying everything jumping around and i think it starts with that with that amazing scene where she's like lifting up the boat and like like kind of like cracks in half then throws it out and she's still connected to the thing and uh then the military is like focus on firepower on the cable and that's when like lately cut like the power she's just like starts like killing everything right just as she can stuff. yeah i think that's like that moment is like always the point where i i'm like no oscar's not that bad like yeah, no. you know and like i'm glad that she hit that point i know like like if if she was the the one in the ava during the third impact, like I think we would have been fine. We wouldn't have all died. Yeah, no, if I. That was her point, you know. Yeah, no, end of end of Ava makes me um, love Oscar all the more. I feel like I've always been pro Oscar, but um, even more pro Oscar. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, I think everyone was waiting for that moment because there was such a promise of her like being this pilot, and I think she never does that. Yeah. She gets wrecked. She like, gets emotionally wrecked. Up. Yeah. yeah. I think, no, yeah, I think... And this was, like, now. I think what's successful about... One of the things that's successful about Ava is that there's so many different types of build-off, build-up, um, that I feel like pay off in the, in the end, but all these done, like, in these very intense ways, because I feel like, you know, the characters are just going through things all the time. And I don't even know, because I feel like some of the payoffs aren't even, like, positive things. They're just, like, you know, you see... Uh, Masato before you die, or whoever your person is. Let's keep going. Masato drives Shinji to. <laughs> Masato drives Shinji to Unit 1. Um, he's still refusing. Asuka's finally having her moment. Confident and effective. Shinji level piloting. Um, Sile. Uh. Then sends their mass-produced Avas. So here we go. We're finally getting these Avas that have been talked about um, throughout the series. These ones that Ava Sile uh, has been trying to make, has been having issues producing. Um, they're nine. They're these white bird-like Avas. They have wings and teeth. They have lips. Onyx is gesturing. Um, they have like the weird smile. On the oh yeah, they're like creepy. They don't have eyes. Yeah. Like they just they look. Uh, what are they? I always thought they were like. It's almost like the the cat. That one cat. Chester cat. Yeah. 
They look like um, they're designed by Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Shit, yeah. I always felt like the Ava series were kind of like the next step in the Ava development technology. Mm -hmm. How it's like the Ava is like biomechanical, biotechnological, and these ones are just like full-on biological. Oh, organic. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's nice. I love their wing component. The wings are wild. Yeah. The wings are wild. It's also, I think they use the same sound as like that weird sucky slimy sound mm -hmm. the yeah that's what i was thinking like the old avas have like the power light wings and then these are like tactile wings yeah then Seelay sends their mass-produced avas nine of them um oscar and unit to go to town on all nine of the faux avas with only 20 seconds for each masato gets shinji to the elevator but is shot and injured and dying Shinji sees Masato's shot, bleeding, tells him she's okay, and opens the elevator. A bloody hand, but he still won't move. I'm worthless. I've hurt people. Masato and Shinji have this long conversation, their last conversation. Talk about it. I, I can go first. I can start it. Um, I have to say that I mean, Misato's like, on, I, like, I think I've said, I don't know if I've said it before, but I've said it to other people when we talk about this. And I think in, in, in Ava, there are, everybody thinks there's like these two big opposing forces, which is Seal, like Seal's plan, Gendo's plan, right? But I think there's one, I think there's a third one, and there's like the will of Misato is a thing that fucks everything up, changes things, makes things happen. Even though it's part of like Gendo's plan or whatever, which I don't think he's like that smart. He's like, okay, yeah, she has to do that. So in order for her to do that, my plan happens. But uh, it's not chill. It's not Shinji's will, right? I think the third player, the third player in the game of like human instrumentality, the angels, and like all these things, has been Misato. And I think this is the moment I saw that for the first time because she's the one doing all of this like i'm gonna go get you i'm gonna go get i can't get in it i can't get in the robot you get in there and this is like my i'm passing my wish to you because you are the one that can do it this is my will put upon you do with it what you want of course we know Jinji doesn't do shit but it's like still misato near like by the end she's still like pushing she's like this third power like even though like she's not i don't think it's like she is she's like uh you know she's not like an organization like nerf or anything like that but she's like this third wheel not wheel but will <laughs> like i will this to happen right it's just like this third wheel uh in this battle and i i that was the moment that i realized like oh my god we said one of the three major players of this like conflict between the angels and Sele and Nerve, like all these things, right? And I think that whole speech made me realize that although I think it's kind of like so in character that also like the only thing that she can offer Shinji is like do it and I'll show you like um, I think she says like there's again this is another contested line I think she says like I will show you the love of an adult or something like that. I think what I remember was like a real adult kiss or something, because it's mm -hmm. post-kiss where she kisses him and it's kind of... I think we just see Shinji's, Shinji's hand too, right? Oh my, oh my god, and that whole scene is just like, 
the composition is insane. Like we never we see like a shot of the shoes, a shot of the hands, like a shot of the corridor. It's like it's very tense. Like you're getting attacked from all sides, and it's all again just like this is again. I feel like the whole Eva movie that didn't feel like an episode until this moment when it was like, oh, we're back into the get in the fucking robot, you know? Get in there, you know, now we're all gonna die. But now, the scale of the of the problem is like, not like before, right? And yeah, that's what I took away from that. I don't, I just, it's, it's very emotional. It just always makes me like feel, she knows she's gonna die. She knows she's like, she knows that she's not probably gonna make it, but she's gonna try everything to have Shinji do the thing for the for the thing don't happen right for like yeah this, yeah so this useless boy is like the only hope yeah like i'm dying but he's like the one that has to fucking do it yeah <laughs> <clears throat> and i'm putting all of it I, on you i think like while listening to you i thought about um i like this idea of the masato as a third heat as this third unknown force this like uncalculated thing between all these big plants of people and it made me think, uh, like, Masato is the reason that two seeds landed on Earth. Like, Masato is this unpredictable force, right? Like, because originally, right, the ancestral race that, like, mm. seeds the universe is supposed to be one seed for every planet. And then by some accident, by some mistake, right, Earth got two seeds. I think that's the Masato force. That's the third unknown. The draw of Masato. And then... Um, that was my one, my my first thing, and then my second thing is I think uh, the combo itself. I feel like uh, is like the first because I think, he, I mean, or I don't, I don't think like he has like a conversation, like a deep conversation with like each one of like the main women in his life, like progressing to like eventually lead him to choose to live in a world with people and like potential hurt, but like needing people. And I think like Masato is the one that like starts that conversation by being like you know like sometimes hurt happens or whatever and um you know i think like is this like four step thing in masato is like the first step as like shinji's conversations with these different like important people in his life leave for him to choose life at the end ultimately or like not be afraid of the pain so much because he like he and his dad are doing the same thing they're so um resistant so afraid of like pain again that they like end up causing so much pain from their own fear of having pain happen to them again. But yeah, I think Masato is the first step in that, in like uh, redeeming Shinji. I would like to add that we've also discussed Masato being us as the audience and like we're kind of like seeing, we at least see everything through her eyes if she's not at least a representation of us and what like we would probably do in that situation. I don't know. I don't know if I would kiss Shinji because that's very much so her. So that also (laughs) is kind of like it could be, it could be um, Hideaki Anno being like, hey, we can, we can help make the decision for the world. I don't know. Very beautiful, though, itself. Jeez. Ah, that woman. Yeah, then she gives Shinji the cross necklace, her cross necklace, and then a long kiss. Masato's last moment. She falls to the ground, mention Asuka, and um, changing the carpet. Ask Kaji if she did the right thing. Then in a brief moment, we see Ghost Ray, who I'll call 
the Ray in her school uniform that's illuminated. Ghost Ray appears, normal size. Um, Ghost Ray appears, and then, boom, explosion. I think that's when they, uh, it's, oh yeah, I remember, like, the soldiers were saying that they were going to bomb that place, right? Mm -hmm. It's not still, like, they nuke with the N2 bombs and they open up a hole. No, yeah, not yet. So Shinji in the elevator sees Masato's blood. I think it dawns on him. It, It clicks. He cries and screams. Then we go back to Asuka. Running court on the Fovas, the Foevas. Um, <laughs> Oscar Fovas. yells, um, the Foevas. What is that for? Oh, like fa, like if a. Yeah, like French is a French fake. Foevas. That's funny. Oscar yells about the lack of help from Shinji. <laughs> Ray and Gendo stand in front of Lilith. Um, we see Risiko sitting there. Gun in hand to get revenge on Gindo and Ray. She tries to change the Magi code to destroy the Magi to prevent Gindo's from Gindo's plan from working. Her mother's coding refuses. Gaspar chooses Gindo over Rusuko. Um, curses her mother for again choosing her lover over her own daughter. Gindo shoots and kills her. Mm. There is, so everyone always wondered what Gendo said, right? Like, uh, at the moment before, uh, the mom betrays her, or no, not the mom, the woman of uh, Ritsuko, like, patriarch, matriarch, right? Uh, like, her mom, like, her woman side is the one that decides to betray her daughter. Is that what Gaspar is? Gaspar is the woman? Well, Gaspar is the woman. Because it's scientist, mother. And woman. Woman. Uh, and that's the one that betrays her and stops it from this. And, <laughs> and then as a, as something that is really good, um, Gendo says his last words, pointing the gun at her. And no one knows what he says because there's no audio. Uh, the original script said, I really needed you. And she answers, no, you didn't, or you are lying. Something like, Something that, like yeah. that. And what happened was that during recording, uh, some uh, as they were like syncing the audio, one of the lines d- uh, didn't record. And Anno loved how it looked, how it looked that you see the character move slip and it's apparently a very important moment between these two characters and you don't get to hear it. And you're like, fuck it, leave that one. So it was like, uh, there was a line and that's what he said. But due to like, you know, like these... Um, uh, Primates. <laughs> or like, yeah. Or like uh, these kind of like... Uh, moments of adversity during creation that something fucks up or, and it reveals something to you that otherwise wouldn't. The gremlin makes the art. <laughs> the gremlin makes the art. Um, so that happened. I thought it was really cute. cute. It was really cool. And um, and yeah, I, I, I love that part. I don't know what he meant. Like, I needed you. It still seems up. That still sounds I, fucked up. I thought it was debated of whether he said he like still debated as to whether he said I really loved you or I really needed you. Because I think like there was like there was like a double change. I I think 
I think. I know I researched it somewhere at one point and then I think obsessed over it for like a minute. But yeah, like it's a because like the need is fucked up. Loved is also fucked up. Gendo is mean. Yeah. And my that's that's all I have to say about it. I could see it being I needed you way more than I loved you because like he did need Ritsuko to like do all the Magi stuff. So in that way, if he's still just like achieving his goals, is like I needed you, and again, it's past tense. So like she served her function. Um, but in Gendo's one track mind, that's I feel like I could see that being like I needed you for this purpose, and like, you're no longer yeah no of course but like so much better. Again, she's a we don't like talk about her in the same ways we talk about the pilots, but I feel like she was somebody else that was abandoned by her mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. She was the first. The first first. You never hear about Misato's mom either. Oh no. But I thought she did she die? I thought she was dead. Her like, dad yeah. was part of the exhibition. Yeah, but yeah. like was a mom already yeah. dead. Like, yeah, yeah the know. mom like was pre pre dead and then like pre pre dead. <laughs> but then I, I wanted to use this moment to talk about uh Anix's quote of that broken people do broken things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree with that, but I feel like maybe some of us should not be dealing with the collateral damage of this war that you have upon yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's that's like a, it's like really blurry statement. I don't fully stand behind it, but I also am like, yeah, I guess for the anime, I can let some, you know. But, no, I think, I think broken people do broken things, but I think, yeah, like it doesn't, there's mean it's fair for uh, the the people who receive those things from broken people. Like, of course, that's um, that just spreads the misery, right? Misery loves company. How do broken people become broken? Because somebody broke them, <laughs> and then they just break other people and they're broken. But who hurt Gendo? He was, he was hurt by Yue choosing to be an Ava and live forever over living with him. But there's something before. Th- there had to be like maybe. Oh yeah, maybe he has like a childhood trauma. Him. Maybe he'll, like who knows. Yeah, because he's trying to get into weird bar fights. He couldn't yeah. hold back his. Uh, he yeah. couldn't. That's a, his so I guess that is a question. Who hurt Gendo? Maybe uh, uh, maybe UA was a rebound relationship. What is what is the word like? Uh, it's like cyclical trauma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he had a bad relationship with his parents, and then that affected UA, and then he had formed a codependency with Yue and then she died and then he's just like I'm just gonna be mean to my kid yeah no I think from based on the the movie or whatever I think um he thought he was protecting Shinji by pushing him away the hedgehog dilemma right but he knew I mean yes it is that's the whole point of a show but yeah I mean I think he knew but I think he's a he has a scientist and he has hubris I'm still I'm just disappointed you know no I'm disappointed but I hear you though. No, I, I hear you. Yeah, I agree with you as well. <laughs> Asuka, empowered by her mother, continues. Faux Ava's. So, so here we see that. So again, there's nine white angel bird Ava's. Asuka wipes out like fucking eight of them. All of them. You know, just like fucks them up. Wait, there's like one more she's about to take out, and then um, one of these like. Foevas throws the last sword, the last ditch effort, what we call in my part of town a Hail Mary. Um, <laughs> throws a foe, uh, the Foeva sword turns into a spear of Longinus, script change, 
hold the phone. All these swords are actually spears of long ginuses. Um, stabs unit two in the head, all violent like, and then all the foe avas begin to come back to life. The nine white bird avas cannibalize zero two like a scavenger birds. Asuka in the darkness tries to fight back, and this is one thing I'm I'm confused about. Like, how does the Asuka getting the spear of longinus in Unit Two's head lead to her being one eyed? Because after this, she is one eyed because of the connection. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, you know, so you can see, like, blood is pouring out of the eye. Yeah. But I'm saying that's just because, like, she was synced to it. So if, like, yeah. is this like the? I mean, yeah. It's almost like the empathy from... Because mm-hmm. um, maybe she was more synced now. Mm-hmm. Than ever before. And then, yeah, so then... Um, right, Unity is cannibalized by the faux Avas, the Ava series. Asuka in Darkness tries to fight back with one eye. The other eight, um, they ended, they spear her. All all the the other eight spear of Longinuses um, go into her. And then we go back to Shinji crying, it's crying in the hangar. It's just fucking scary. Unit 1 breaks into the area where Shinji is self-activated, then super awakens, right? The next we see Shinji inside, black clouds spinning around, and the super power light wings emitting from Ava 1 as it flies up in part 1. I would like call. to say, like, I would like to talk about that action sequence, like that fight. Yeah, talk about, talk about it. Tell me about it. The fight between the Ava two and the angels, just like, from what I was able to research, is that they had, uh, you know, in animation they do like uh, key key animation, key frames, right? Mm-hmm. They were like, we have to get do this and get here, and then the shot ends here. Mm-hmm. For this fight, there were no key animations, and that means that it was just the animators going with the flow of the motion. So that's why you can see like, you can see like the Avas are just like moving in very different, like very different from like, obviously it's a movie, so you have way more of a budget. So you have uh, more time to animate and like you're giving more time and more liberties and the Ava too, I think it's where it looks at its most like, physical and human-like motion and all these things so the animation uh its style was different where it was like they were finding the motion of the ava as they were drawing it they were in like getting somewhere um where you can see in that moment that hit those very heavy moments when they have like those um double-bladed like giant blades and just like you can feel like the weight in them and like they hit and they go back and then you go close up to their feet and they're like fucking out the forest and just like carving up craters with their foot and it's like I, I think it's like from like all the animation that I've seen which I've seen a lot and I think when like when it comes to like an action animation beyond like red line which is like this cartoon about like cars going fast um, I have to say like that fight between those angels and Asuka is, yeah, it's like, I don't think there's anything like it. And also the fact that they are doing shaky cam for some reason, this just like blows my mind. Like, like you don't, like, are you simulating, you're, 
there's like such a physicality in it that I haven't seen in any other anime. Like it has weight, which is which is easy or hard. To, it's hard to do, even when you try to do weightlessness, kind of like Kiki's delivery service. But you see Kiki flying, you're like, oh, that feels so flighty and floaty, right? Mm -hmm. And this one feels like fucking heavy and like every punch hurts and like Asuka's like making everything count. And I think there's this moment where like grabs like the Ava, one of the Ava, Ava series, right? Grabs it, uh, crashes it into the building and then like crashes us out, throws all the other ones and then like shish kebab. That's like the thing where you put things in it, right? Mm -hmm. She fucking shish kebab three of them and you can see one of them just like, ah! it's just like pressing on the cord. She's like, I got like five seconds. And that's where the other lance is thrown. She turns around like, boom. AT feels it. Yeah, because she's fucking using her AT. She's fucking using her AT feels now, now that she knows it's like her mom and like he's using them as a weapon. I feel like also he's employing the AT fields way better than any yeah. other Ava pilot has. Where before it was only used for deterring another, deteriorating another angels. Mm -hmm. Just by having it up, it's like now I can hit you, mm -hmm. basically. And she's now she's like using it like a, as a fucking yeah, like a weapon. And she's like, I think that's the worst. I think it's like you've seen her glow and she's angry and she's like doing all these things and turns around, stops it, and you still see that fury in her in her eyes. And I wanted to make a note, like I've been talking about Yevas, but then. Every time we cut back into the pilots, the, the, the throne cockpit. of salts, the cockpit, right? Yeah, yeah. You see, like, the same motion that the Ava is doing. Now you can maybe hear me moving around. Um, the Ava is moving around, and then you can feel that weight again when we go into the cockpit, and you see, like, Asuka's hair flailing around and, like, using the Ava with all of her might. And there's something about that expression in her face and she stopped that lance and then like <laughs> mutates into the lance of Longinus, pierces it, and she's like, Longinus lame? Bah! Just like pierce her in the eye and like the battery runs out. Maya starts like crying. She's like, oh no, she's like, she has no more energy. Change your cool. You have to go out there. Change it. You have to go out there. Blah, blah, blah. And then that's when um as she's like going down and is powered down her face is like being was pierced by that thing uh the angels come down and start eating on her and they leave her like all open up she synchronizes well, yeah what no no because she, first she because she does the like the thing where because her eyes bleeding right and then, like oh, and that's she's like when she's they like throw chanting, and then they throw all of you yeah, know she's, she's like, like i'll I'm kill gonna you do, I'm, or I'm yeah i'm gonna you. kill you yeah. You know, they either no, no, and no, they first they do they spear her from all different directions, and you see it, like, you know, and like you, you feel it, you feel it, and then, and then, and then they 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 they're circling and then scavenge down and pull out all of her guts, and then at some point Shinji sees it. And no, I thought it was I no, thought I thought it was the eating mm -hmm. was first, and then she was like, "I'll kill you, I'll, I'll kill, you. kill you," and then the all the spears like go all. down. Maybe y'all are right. I remember the spears first and then the, the gut pulling. No, because she's grabbing her head. He's just like grabbing her stomach because Oh yeah, because at first yeah, out. like she's just but they keep going afterwards though. Then they like eat eat her, right? Right. Yeah, because they they, they, they de gut her yeah. and then she tries to do something and they spear her and then they just pull her apart. Yeah. And yeah. that's when Shinji finds her like 
even two heads just with an mm-hmm. eye popping out. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh and, and the, the spine of it, because they have it by the It's spine. just like, like these flashes, and then we hear the most petrifying scream in anime. The best scream, the most classic scream, used in like so much lo-fi stuff that I can't believe I haven't recognized it before. It's such a thing. Is it Asuka scream? No. Shinji scream? No, classic Shinji. He sees Asuka just torn to fucking pieces. I really like the Ava wings though. Mm-hmm. Not the not the faux Ava, the electric Ava. The light, yeah. Yeah. Did y'all ever play a game um, called Breath of Fire Four? Yeah. Where they uh, it's like they turn into like these dragon hybrids, but sometimes you can summon dragons. But some of the dragons, they were just like. Their backs would open up, and then they would have these like light ray wings that look like dragonfly wings, kind of. I didn't know you like RPGs, man. What do you mean? That was a we've talked about RPGs before. Yeah, most of them both Pokemon. No, we've talked about Legend of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. I've talked about like PlayStation One RPGs because oh, that was yeah. my PlayStation. Yeah, Breath, yeah. Of the, Breath, Breath of the Wild, Breath of Fire Four, mm-hmm. PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Oh, we talked about that, and we talked about Legend of the Dragon. All my shit was dragon hybrid people. Like that was my thing. I used to be because oh, I remember. No, I remember like too. Like I used to, Skyrim. I love Skyrim, but <laughs> my favorite thing about Skyrim was collecting barnacles. I just love going and collecting barnacles. <laughs> 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 Those little like uh, things that grow on like rocks by water. Oh, <laughs> I just that was my favorite part. Was just, like getting the like little random ingredients. I'd love that shit. <laughs> you play Minecraft. No, I don't like the graphics. <laughs> I, I I love. I think I I once downloaded it on my phone, and it was I I think I lost like fifty hours of my life in a week. Mm. See, I never yeah, I never caught on to Minecraft. I love talking about Ava. I love talking about Ava. Um, no, but I remember like back when I was like eighteen, nineteen years old. Um. Cause I was like getting into shit. That's like when I was getting into shit. Um, I had this one friend who was like, he was the one that was like always telling me about stuff. He like introduced me to like chaos magic and um, hallucinogens and like other shit. Um, he was the one that was doing all that shit. Um, and what was it? He was telling me um, there used to be uh, this back was I don't know if you heard of Freebird burritos. It used to be like when they were like a DIY like punk um, food cart. Now they're like a a common like chain maybe just in texas but anyway so that doesn't that's not important um so he started telling me these stories like of dragon people like he worked with some dude at free birds and i was like oh yeah there's like three dragons left in the world like one is in some mountains in canada like one's in some mountains in china blah blah, blah. And, like i'm a dragon person and this like you know but it's like so much about like um there's something like a cult lines of thought or theory around um like serpent seeds or snake blood, or like dragon royal blood, um, within like crests or symbols, but then also like tie into reptilians, like the idea of like reptilian overlords, the idea of like divine blood being like half reptilian, or like so these like dragon hybrid video games, I feel like were like subliminally like um, softening me for that reality, but like for all of us too, but also allude to like the twelve great like dragon families. You know, they say, like, the Windsors are, like, one of the families, or, like, the Bushes. They also say, like, the Reptilians, but I think that's all interchangeable for this, like, previous snake god deity race that existed. You know, shapeshifters, the Onaki, they also say Atlanteans. Like, when they came to the six um, 
cradles of civilization like came as like snakes you know quetzalcoatl came to uh uh like central america but then they also have like yeah they also have like the indus valley uh the yellow valley the yellow river valley um the tigers and the euphrates the nile um and then where the incas came from are like the six different spots and um they they all have these like stories of these like snake people bringing knowledge and information and like magic and like culture and society I don't even know where I was going with this. Oh, Legend of Breath, Breath of Just Fire wings. 4. Dragon wings. But there you go. Um, got a, my dragon, dragonology book coming out in 2022, so something for y'all to look at. <laughs> I had a dragonology book when I was little. Yeah, see, yeah. I'm sure everything I'm saying is old news to you. Old hat, as they kids say. Old hat? Old hat. That's old hat. I don't think so. <laughs> old hat. I think kids say that. But anyways, um... I feel like we're wrapping up by the, uh, like, we ended part one, and we have, like, about five minutes, so I think that's good, and we'll just try to do everything else in the next episode, maybe we'll talk for longer, or meet earlier, or something. I feel like the part where everybody dies, we haven't gotten there yet. No, yeah, no, 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 I I think we should save that one. What you, you talking about the, that sequence, because it warms you up for it, but, like, yeah, it just made me think of that part. I think if you end the the podcast, you should put this on like like the the song that goes tumbling down, tumbling no, down, tumbling. Down. Oh, it was the in between one. That's like a weird like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. That was annoying. I was like, I wish that part sped up. I I tried to like speed through. I was like, I just want the next episode to start. No, I listen. So I listen to the the tumbling down song whenever I'm feeling sad, at, like at work. Mm-hmm. I listen to that and then the the Ava. Um, a cruel angel's thesis. So, so on the next episode, we will continue our conversation around the end of Baby Jellion and maybe even touch on the original episode 24, 25, and 26. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's go. We don't really uh, practice this tradition on the Ava podcast, but we'll do it now. Let's um, go to parting words. And um, we'll give Ruben the first parting words. Hi, I'm Ruben. Um, I don't know. It's been a wild journey. I think we've been going at this for like a year now, right? When did the first one came out? It was July. We started in July. We're right? almost there. Right? I don't know. I think it was July or June. It was summertime. I know that Ava came out in 2019. No, it was definitely last year we started. Yeah, yeah but it, 2020. 2020. 2020. Yeah. At some point in 2020. Yeah, but I believe it was June, July. Summertime. We also, we started, like, meeting in May. Yeah. Is that we started well, meeting? March. March. We started meeting in but March. But we started meeting regularly. In May. In May. Or and then May. the podcast maybe came after that, I feel like. Yes. In, in July. Because at first it was like... you watch Ava. Not a long time. Right, 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 right. Because at first it was, I knew you, and you would talk about Ava. And then I was like, okay, whatever. That's just Ruben. Person. <laughs> and then and then I met Onyx, and Onyx would talk about Ava all the time. And I was like, all right, maybe that's a sign from Ava. Maybe that's a sign from Lilith to uh, check out this TV show. Mm. And then I talked about it, and then I was like, you know what? I have a, I have a platform. I have a bunch of equipment. I have a lot of free time. I'm going <laughs> to invite these two people to uh, be my Ava experts on my Ava journey. <laughs> yeah. Get into it. Get into Ava. Um, buy t-shirts, buy merchandise. We say this as fans. None of us make any money off of Neon Genesis, Evangelion merchandise. 
but um buy a ntp design ever. yeah we're gonna do that we're gonna ntp is actually gonna we're gonna compile all the audio from all of the ava podcasts arc and we're gonna like condense it down to some in audible sound and then sell that as an ntf <gasps> that would be great. i would like that nfts NFT. nfts NF- <laughs> so there you go yeah. That's my parting words. I skipped, we skipped Onyx. I don't know how that happened, but so Onyx, you can end us. Oh, uh, yeah. Parting words. I, I'm excited to talk about the end uh, and then to move on to the new beginning. Um, also upcoming, got a group show at Paragon Gallery opening up in May. And then um, Android Zone Tower is going to be coming back to you live in July. All right. Darchi, y'all. Are you guys say bye like louder? Bye.